0: The Pro Act know-how. What we're covering in today's uh, webinar is we're looking back at the UK fiscal statement, and it's all in the press, all over, you know, news excitement for the UK. But what does it mean to expats? What does it mean to UK expats living and working abroad? What does it mean to expats living and working in the UK? And how does it alter the plan for the future? But how? Uh, expats living and working abroad can work in in a different way uh, in in the future what we've got is 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 britannia unchained in a way um, britannia unchained in that a, a growth strategy has been introduced which is a radical change in the the uk uh fiscal and economic policies of the government. For the last few years there's been this pioneering path towards uh brexit uh, but since brexit covid has affected the whole world and it's affected the uk and and the impact on that um, has meant that there's been lots of financial support that's gone into the economy but that's gone in to maintain the status quo to maintain people not working not producing not generating wealth now, that money's come from somewhere, um, and we are where we are today, the the way forward that was previously described has been scrapped, and it's been scrapped in favour of a a growth plan where it's looking forward to supply side solutions to to get the growth. And yes, it's going to increase debt for the economy, um, but that can only be paid for by growth. So, what are the opportunities and the benefits that uh, expats can seize on? So, we've had the initial financial statement, but there's actually much, much more to come. This is a radical change um, of, of strategy, and it is probably we will look back in hindsight and see that the the budget of November, the budget of September 22, is is the first. Truly pro uh, post Brexit budget for the UK government and the chance for them to move forward under uh, a non EU basis uh, in in the new world that's ahead, which obviously is quite radically different from two thousand sixteen post COVID post the European conflicts, um, but the opportunities still exist uh, for the world. Some some of the changes that. Um, After the financial statement in September, there's going to be further announcements rolled out in October and and November. Uh, And these are going to uh, culminate on the 23rd of November in a a medium-term growth plan for the UK. So we'll see more of a a clear fiscal statement then. But in the meanwhile, we're we're going to look at and see potentially changes to business regulations and immigration um, in addition to the tax changes that we've already seen so we'll look later in this webinar at the tax changes that are going to be implemented that can benefit expats working through the uk so what about that what about the other side the, the business regulations and immigration that those announcements are still to come but uh to to get any non-UK citizen into the UK, unless there's some sort of special working requirement and working visa, uh, they need a a salary in the region of 25,000 pounds or more to get a working visa in the UK. Now that is absolutely fantastic and that's what people in the UK want. Um, They don't want um, uh, cheap jobs, cheap labour, they don't want people undercutting uh, the salaries. If we want the salaries to increase and the payroll to increase in the UK, then, uh, you know, we've got to have a well-paid workforce and business has to be motivated to generate the revenue to pay those higher salaries. Uh, Or uh, for the business owners uh, need to be uh, uh, assuming that they want ownership and that's the aim of their business, of their contracting business. that um, They're aiming for ownership uh, to, to, to make profit. And uh, if, if profit is the game, um, then they've got to have the incentive to get there and the regulatory environment to get there uh, down the road uh, without paying all, all the monies uh, in tax. So the tax incentives are very much the first step. Some further regulatory and structural changes have come be announced in October and November, and we need to look out for those to see what the opportunities are for, for expats uh, living and working abroad. Ownership is the aim of an expat contractor. Profit is the game, and, and we can do that uh, with the uh, tax cuts that we've seen uh the the tax cuts in this budget are are the biggest second biggest ever in, in a, a uk uh, financial statement um and and they'll need one and a half percent uh of the government uh, uh so not the government the, the gross domestic product the total productive production of the uk to pay for the tax cuts that they've introduced And this is why we see all the fluctuation in the market. Um, It's not all the doom and gloom. It's the markets adjusting to change. This is a radical change of budget. It's a radical change of strategy. Um, uh, And it's a growth strategy. So while they've done the tax cuts now, that doesn't mean that uh, that there's gonna be more long-term borrowing and more debt from the government point of view what the government are, are investing in is, is to say that they want business uh, to invest in the UK. They want business to retain more of their, their profits and their income to make profits, to create more wealth and more jobs and grow the British economy. So the British economy grows by 3%. The tax cuts uh, w- will not increase borrowing. Um, uh, borrowing will in fact fall And lo and behold, uh, the pound will get stronger. Uh, But that's what markets do. They react to to circumstances uh, as we go along. So it's a completely different approach. It's it's an approach to unchained Britannia post-Brexit. For those of you that do know, you'll know that uh, uh, about eight or nine years ago, uh, a book was released called Britannia Unchained. Now it's written by a number of notable figures. I mean, two of those are Liz Truss and Kwasi Kwarteng, the, the UK Chancellor. There are some other famous political names, put their name to it as well, Dominic uh, Raab and Priti Patel, who um, were in Boris Johnson's government and they're not in the current uh, arrangement. Um, but it's essentially, that was... a. The, the transcript for a post-Brexit Britain, a Britain that can be um, a, a, a tiger economy in in Europe, that can have the regulatory freedom to allow expats to do business across border uh, without high penalties of tax. It works in Hong Kong. It works in Singapore. It works in in in, in to a greater or lesser degree in other countries like like Cyprus. And, and malta uh, britain has uh, has now got the lowest corporation tax rate in the D- g20 economies of the world and that's where it might want to position itself long term but it could be that they want to actually position themselves to be even more competitive uh to compete with the hong kong and the singapore's uh of, of this world in in a different time zone so we will see So looking at the financial statement and looking at the September budget from the UK, let's consider some of the tax cuts that they've made and the opportunities are open to expats. So larger expat business investing into the UK, they're now investment zones. So uh, business within the UK and without the UK will be able to look out for a a business zone opportunity and get zero business rates. and, and some other capital allowances, and also save uh, employers, uh, national so it, it, employers' national insurance. So employers' national insurance is a tax on on jobs. Uh, the employer pays it uh, for every hundred pounds they pay. That they're paying the additional percentage of of, of that salary um, to to the government. So it's a tax on jobs. So it's a, it's, a, it's a freedom there. So if uh, a a business that wants to go international, wants a lower cost base, um, then the investment zones will offer those opportunities um, in a technology-free world where we can um, connect with people around the the globe. Uh, Why can't we have administrative and and call centers set up in in these locations to service clients uh, around the world? those opportunities will exist for British companies as, as well as others. So there's big opportunities ahead uh, that, that are available that, that we need to consider going forward. So uh, for more information, guidance on that, you can contact us at The uh, The other tax that will have an impact for expats is if, for expats uh, that want to invest in property, uh, uh, property taxes have gone up massively in the UK in the last few years, and this is the first sign of of that uh, property tax increase regime being uh, reneged on and relented a bit. We've still got the property price inflation. Uh, average property prices vary throughout the UK, but you know you're talking about two, three, four hundred thousand. Uh, being an average property price region by region, uh, two-bedroom apartment in central London will be quoted to you at a million pounds. So there's a lot of variation, a lot of um, change. uh, It's about getting that foothold. A doubling of the threshold before people pay stamp duty. Stamp duty is a a tax to buy the property. So if you're buying a property for about £450,000, even after these cuts, you need an extra £30,000 in stamp duty. So it's either an extra 30000 mortgage or it's an extra 30000 off your capital to purchase into the property. So it, it's, it's a regressive thing in, in that respect. Um, it's, it's not an exit tax when you sell the property, but you know, the exit taxes are there as well for, for property investors uh, between 18 and 28%. So those don't change. But the purchase price... Um, uh, can go in. Now, again, you have to be careful in the UK because if you're a first-time buyer, stamp duty is lower. The allowances are higher. If if it's a first property, they're a bit higher, but they're more flexible. But if you're uh, uh, buying as a uh, property investor or multiple properties, then your stamp duty rates will go up. So you could pay zero, or you could pay sixteen percent. So it's something to bear in mind. But the threshold on which it's paid uh, has gone right down. So getting into the market below 250,000 for expat investors uh, now becomes more of a a realistic proposition. So one, one of the interesting things for me, and we'll see more when the medium term strategy comes out, is that um, income tax has been reduced to 19%. Now that was already in the pipeline. It's been brought forward a whole uh, year. So from April next year, the UK basic rate of of tax uh, income tax is, is 19% down from 20%. So it's a small increase, but interestingly enough for expat contractors, People working from the UK or people working in the UK uh, that might be using uh, considering corporation tax v income tax that the income tax rate and the corporation tax rate are now the same. Corporation tax rate was due to increase to twenty five percent. That that has now been scrapped as well. So we've got corporation tax and income tax at nineteen percent, which is exactly the same. So if If we want to encourage a growth economy, an entrepreneurial economy, where ownership of business is the aim, profit is the game, there is no now, there's no tax um, preference to operating as an employee, as opposed to uh, an employer, up to 50,000 pounds, because beyond 50,000 pounds, there's high rate tax on incomes. Uh, The good news for, for those on, uh, uh, uh the high rate tax at over 140 uh, five thousand has been reduced from 45 percent down to forty so there's only a high rate tax now so up to fifty is twenty percent over fifty uh it, it is forty percent and and that is it there's no additional high rate taxes so it, it, it's a more lower tax environment. Lots of people will will criticise that and, you know, there's an argument for that. But then again, there's also an incentive uh, because if you do build up uh, from your back bedroom uh, in a small Welsh mining village or, or from a, a, a Manchester suburb and you build your business up and you earn that income, that 200000 a year, um, then you get to keep a, a bigger share of your rewards. Um, but are you paying less tax? Um, I've got another another perspective on that to come later on. So um, employees, high-earning employees in the UK will pay a bit less tax, but more importantly, uh, as, as a long-term strategy, is the, the alignment of the basic rate tax and corporation tax. Now, if you're earning 100000 on a, a company in the UK, you've got a flat rate corporation tax are of... Uh, 19% if you're an employee you've got an income tax of 20% uh, of 19% up to that 50 thousand so working through a personal service company could be better for somebody that's earning between 50 and 100 thousand rather than um, uh, be being a, an employee so if you're an expat and you're working across border from from the UK um, using a personal service company then your salary from 50 to 100 you're going to be saving tax and obviously to 200 and 300 as well Um, if you're a uk taxpayer you still get your personal allowance if you're a tax resident in another jurisdiction you still get your personal allowance so even though corporation tax and, and personal tax are the same and with income tax you've got higher rates you can still use the corporation tax, flat rate corporation tax, and get the personal allowance by having a contract which allows you some income uh, and and lets a profit declare the corporation tax and then pay dividends uh, at a lower rate of tax. So for more information on personal service companies, how they work for expats to minimize the tax rate, uh, contact us at productpartnership.com. And don't forget while we're listening, to subscribe to the uh, YouTube channel and uh, uh, w- watch us again. So, uh, moving that theory on and look at the employment taxes, there's national insurances due in the UK. That was due to go up by 2.5% in the... In, 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 some of that's already been implemented from July. That's being reversed as early as November, so that's a very, very quick change. Very, I'm quite, quite surprised at how quick they're implementing that. And and God bless the people at the HMRC who've had to implement it and then unimplement that rate um, uh, uh, for now. Uh, but it's quite a quick change around to the rate. Um, but they, they can do the adjustments with the employers um, and the payroll taxes. Uh, before the end of the tax year so everything will work out for them in that way so that's probably why it's quite quick but also there isn't an additional tax increase coming in um, in April so that's two and a half percent less tax on every pound that you earn so that, that that is a real tax saving for people so it's not just the one percent of the the income tax it's two and a half percent off national insurance that comes as well. Uh, and everyone benefits from that in proportion uh, to their income. Um, so again, if you're an expat based in the UK with, with a, a contract in the UK, your national insurance part of your tax liability it, it is now more, more cost effective uh, than, it, than it was before. Uh, dividend tax is a way in the UK for a personal service contractor uh, to pay in- income, so you, uh, you can now uh, still have your personal allowance, still have a an income up to fifty thousand at, at the basic national insurance levels, and pay nineteen percent income tax, which will be the same as ninety percent corporation tax. So that's all good news. Um, now. The dividend. If you pay the balance by dividends, your company's still only going to pay 19% corporation tax. So there's no, so that working through a personal service company will actually be m- more beneficial to, with a turnover more than 50,000 than working as an employee. Uh, so that's something to think about. Uh, the, the 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 dividend tax above that. Uh, for basic rate taxpayers, was seven and a half percent, and then it jumps up for higher rate taxpayers. Um, that increase that, that was proposed at one point two five percent, that's not now going to go ahead. So it's going to be the same seven and a half or or thirty two percent for for high rate taxpayers. But uh, again, if 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 uh, a, an expat is receiving a dividend from a UK company, dividends are movable with you so if the expat is living and working uh, abroad um then that dividend tax is not withheld in the uk so dividend tax paid by a personal service company in the uk is not is not a um it is not a, a a withholding tax it's not a tax taxes paid at source it's a tax paid by the recipient of the dividend in the country where they are tax resident so When you get a jurisdiction like Cyprus, for example, if you're a tax resident there, uh, as a non-DOM expat, the dividend tax rate is 0%. And Then in other jurisdictions, there are 0% tax on unremitted or overseas earnings. So you can be living and working in Portugal, and the dividends that you're paid are paid uh, 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 from an overseas personal service company or management company, are not going to be taxed in Portugal, so uh, um, under the um, non-resident tax scheme in Portugal, you're only paying tax on on income that that's earned in in Portugal, or or from a for a, not so much from abroad. So there's some big opportunities there, and there's some other jurisdictions in Europe and around the world that you can use for that. Uh, we said many times. Um, that, that you have to have a tax resident somewhere um but it doesn't mean that you have to pay tax so for more information and guidance on that contact us at, at partnership.com uh comment here below if you've got any questions we'll try and answer them in a, in our blog and um uh, uh, you, you can message us as well we've got a live chat forum which we can help you with uh Proact's Retain Client Service offers online consultation and advice to clients. Uh, You can go online, you can book uh, uh, a consultation with a consultant and get real answers in real time to your questions. And if we need to do a deeper dive, we can help you and assist you with that as well. Uh, Book your consultant's review for your tax issues at proactpartnership.co.uk. So the greatest thing, the very best thing, the biggest pain in any contractor's uh, life in the last few years um, in the UK and the biggest uh, regressive tax on entrepreneurial and business growth has been the, the extension and the creeping extension of ir IL 35 rules. Um, and the and big change that came in, in the last couple of years, was that IL 35 rules, the responsibility for making that decision w- was transferred to the contracting company. So if you're a big international contractor or just any UK contractor, then it's your responsibility for the tax you're paying to the contractor. So UK traders, UK um, uh, to, to personal, uh, um, UK small entrepreneurs, people aiming to create a business um, and and in the game to make a profit as an individual and, and have this entrepreneurial zeal to create a small company, to go to a bigger company and a bigger one. With IL35, Um, that that has wrecked that all. Now, there there are reasons to come to that, but there's always consequences as well. So uh, large uh, contracting businesses uh, turning over 150, 200,000, 300,000, 400,000, 500,000, maybe a million, maybe two million, suddenly become severely impacted and negatively impacted because the, the contractors of those companies Are uh, 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 brought under the scope of IL 35, and effectively, IL 35 rules means that the, the contracting company is liable. I just put my hand on the microphone. Sorry about that. The contracting company is liable uh, for the, um, the the tax that the contractor should pay. So, if an expat is trying to contract with a UK company. The, the risk is with the uk company if the uh, contractor doesn't pay the right amount of tax and so it's for them to decide within the rules whether it was um a, a payroll situation or or a true contract entrepreneurial business to uh, business uh contract um, and and so many people that That have been trying to work independently with their own personal service company, found themselves brought into pay your own rules with the the respective increase in tax, which has mean uh, for the UK, it's lost many uh, mobile expat workers, and and UK people have gone expat. So that IR thirty five rule is now being reversed from next April. So. The personal service company will now be allowed the freedom to contract uh, with with other firms. And, you know, the personal service company could be, you know, a significant business. It could have a team of six people providing a service to a bigger company. Um, But now those people won't be brought under payroll uh, restrictions of IR35, which increases the cost to the contracting company. Are of national insurance for the employer and the employee and their extra payroll responsibilities, it enables them to leave that responsibility with the contractor to be liable and responsible to to manage their tax um, and and their affairs correctly. So this is a great opportunity for the personal service company with a UK company with the rel- the lowest corporation tax rate in the G twenty. Um, And now a a lower income tax rate and other benefits, reductions in national insurance uh, and other taxes, along with the investment zones to to really reignite that small entrepreneurial business where people that want to build up their own uh, business, who people want to build the ownership of their small business, uh, where profit is their game from that small business and paying a fair amount and the right amount of tax. um, Release that entrepreneurial growth to grow the economy uh, to pay for the tax cuts. That's the plan. Uh, For more information and guidance on uh, working as an expat with a personal service company and the changes to the tax regime, obviously uh, contact us at productpartnership.com. Or subscribe for consultation at productpartnership.co.uk. Have in mind that these changes are coming in now. We now know that they're coming in from April next year. So we're talking about next tax year. We've got the current tax year as well. So don't forget that if you're in in a situation where you've got a potential conflict or an IR 35 situation or a higher tax situation with your expat business, there's maybe some short term measures that you can take, some tax planning tools you can adopt to defer uh, income um, and hence um, the liability to tax under the higher tax regime that's going to exist uh, and, until April uh, this year. So you can only do, you can only work with what you've got, but then in the final six months of the UK tax year, some tax planning opportunities there to defer income or expense liabilities into the next tax year and, and, and save a bit more tax and, and pay at a lower rate going forward. So in summary, for expats, the, the, summary, the budget statement of 22, of September 22, for expats, in summary, the budget statement of September 22 means that, that there is a, a release of pent-up uh, managed arrangements. Uh, that The budget of September 22 means that um, the UK has radically reset it, its fiscal and monetary and economic policies to one of growth. And there's going to be a number of structural uh, and Uh, regulatory changes are going to be announced through uh, October November 2022 to accelerate the process. What we've seen in September is significant reductions in in taxes and opening up of, of investment zones so that inward investment into the UK, as well as contracting entrepreneurial small business in the UK through the personal service company, is now able to Thrive and fro- flourish from the UK, um, and and we in a low tax competitive environment. There is a potential that that the release will be progressive, and that the, the next budgets will, will reduce even more reductions in taxes in, in future years. Britannia has unchained the the post Brexit uh, world of a growth economy uh, of a economy freed from regulation and restrictions um, where the more freedom of movement of, of people through immigration rules is potentially upon us in the UK, uh, to seize those days, to seize the opportunity, um, to contact us at com and we'll give you help and guidance and advice. And so there's a number of ways you can make an inquiry and we'll get back to you and offer you a free review online. You can book a consultation uh, directly to discuss your particular tax issues. Uh, And if we can't do that, solve that issue verbally, we can write and and make tax returns and rebates and help you manage and administer your personal service company. Uh, I hope you found it interesting today. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, share it with friends. We need to build our subscribers. Uh, We're always looking to build them. So help us uh, share the message. um, Let people know what Proact Sam says and how Proact can help people uh, living and working abroad um, uh, uh, um, for their family and business and their their property and their investments uh, across border and down generations. The Proact Know-How. Brought to you by Proact.